This is Good Morning Subis Daf Samoch Ches. All the learning for this month has been generously sponsored as an incredible schos Eli Neshama for Esther Rezel Basar and Mayor Mirtashem. The learning of the entire Chabura has been inch closer to the completion of the sixth parak. As we've been learning, the incredible Yisaitis of Tzedakah the past few days should bring Esther Rezel Basar and Mayor to a higher, higher place in Ganeda and Neshel Milo. We pick it up in the bottom of Samach Zayin Amid Beis. We are three lines from the bottom in which the Gemara begins with Rav Abba. Another incredible detail about Tzedakah, Rav Abba, Vitzayar Zuzi Bisudare. Rav Abba would tie a money in literally a scarf, a and he would throw this scarf behind his back, and then he would make himself found, he'd make himself available to the poor people, Umatsli Enei and then he would literally slant his eyes. He would glance backwards to make sure, excuse me, he would glance backwards to make sure that no Ramayim, that no swindlers would come and take the money. And obviously the question being the whole purpose that he put behind his back is so that the Anim don't know who he is. But then if he goes and looks, how does it help? So the Mepharshim here explained that he somehow managed to make sure that the swindlers didn't take the money without really seeing the Aniyim. Continue the Gemara of Chanina, Ve'ahu Ani, or Chanina. At a certain Ani, that Rogel Shadur, that Abraz, Zuzi, Kamala, Shabbato, that he would send him 400 Zos every year of Shabbos, Yom Echad, one day, Shadinu, Nalei, Biyad, Devisu. One day, Rechanina sent the money with his wife. Asayam, Rale, Lozarich. His wife comes back and says, guess what? They don't need the cash. So says Rav Chanino, really? Why not? My chazis, what did you see that you're saying they don't need the cash? So she says, Shamay Davika Amri Lay, I heard that they were asking him, with what would you like to eat your food as we turn over to Samachesam and Aleph? What are the options? On silver tablecloths or golden tablecloths? So his wife says, Rav Chanina, clearly they don't need the cash if they're going and they're dining on silver and golden tablecloths. Amar, Amar, says Rav Chanina, Come and let us show a taiva to the Ramayim who pretend that they need money, but they do not. For if not for them, we would do Averis every day when we ignore the poor. But now, the Pashim Shad over here is, but now that there are Ramayim, we have an excuse. We could always say that it's difficult to tell who's a Ramayim and who is not. Shinemar, as the Pasik says, Bikara Lecha Lashem, Vahaya Becha Chait. And it will come against you to Hashem, it will be a sin upon you. Vitana, Rav Chiyabar, Rav Medipti, Rav Yishub, and Karcham, Aymer, Kol Hamalamina Minatstaka. Anyone who averts his eyes from giving tzedakah ki'ilu, oyved avoides kachavim, as if he worshipped idols, terrible. Ksev acha yisham l'chabeni edvarim l'lavcha b'liyal. Says over here, watch yourself. Perhaps there'll be a thought in your heart. And ksev asam it says elsewhere yatzvah nashim named liyal that the irresponsible men went out. Malalon over there is afraid of his chavav kan avoides chavim. So yesterday we learned of the incredible ma'ila. And today we learn of the terrible punishment for those who try to avert their eyes, those who try not to give tzedakah. But at the same time, we are seeing that there is a concept of a Ramai. There is a concept they have to be careful to give to someone who's legit. 
And from here is where it comes from that if you're not sure, nowadays, of course, we have special taikanas, we have different systems to ensure that those that are collecting actually need the tzedakah. And indeed, la'alacha, one is only obligated to give someone who has the proper verification and documentation. Continues the Gemara about 10 lines down, the first line is, Tanu Rabban, Someone who blinds his eye, bloats his stomach, he shrivels his leg, basically does all these things to look like he's a nebuch, to look like he needs money. He's not going to leave the world until he actually needs that, until he comes to all the terrible things that he's pretending. If he takes he doesn't need it. So one, God forbid, should never take if he doesn't need, because then could cause him to actually become one that needs. Continuing the Gemara, it's an we learned over there, we do not obligate someone to sell his house and to sell his utensils in order to not take tzedakah. There's a basic minimum, says the Mishnah and Peya, that one takes tzedakah at, the minimum being 200 zos. But says the Gemara over there, says the Mishnah, but that minimum does not require you to sell the basics, to sell your house or sell your utensils. Ask the Gemara, really? Says the Braisa, that if one is using golden utensils and he doesn't have money, sell them and buy silver. If you're using silver, you don't have money, sell them and buy copper. So what do we see? We see clearly that you are, yes, obligated to sell your utensils. Two different entities explains Rav Zved. The price that says you have to sell your items in exchange for something of cheaper value, that's a better than a table. But your cups and your plates, since one is generally particular about what cup and plate eats out of, that the Chachamim did not require you to sell. Ask the Gemara, Maisha Kaisa's car is Deloy. Explains the Gemara, as we just said, the Amar, because he's going to say, easily meet, easy meet. It's detestable, it's disgusting to me to eat out of such a cheap and lowly item. It's put into terms that perhaps you can understand if a wealthy person who always eats in China tell him, oh, go and buy plastic. He can't fathom eating on plastic. <coughs> perhaps that very cheap plastic. So he says, it's must to me. Ask the Gemara, what do you mean, Milta Vashulchanam? He's better than table also. Amr Lavin Kabudu Yeh, you can also say, I can't eat on the cheaper one. So Amar Rava, Braid the Rava, you're right, a noob shot. You know what the price is referring to? The price that says that you have to sell them, it's not referring to a table or a chair, it's not referring to your cups, but rather Remachrisha de Kaspa, a silver plow, a work gardening utensil. A gardening utensil, one does not have this personal attachment to, and now we're going to make him sell if he doesn't have the cash. Says that when it says you don't have to sell your items, that's one who's not holding at the point of giboy, which is when Bezdin comes down to collect your items. But when it says you do have to sell your items, that is when one is already at the point that Bezdin is taking away his items. And now we're at the Mishnah in the middle of Zamechas Aleph, in which we go back to the topic that we were discussing. Says the Mishnah, If I have a Saima, if there's an orphan, this orphan, this Yisayma, is married off by his brother, or excuse, or his mother, Yisayma, that is a Kitana, Midaita, 
and it is a consensual marriage, even though she's a Kitana, she accepts to get married based on that which the mother and brother says. Because Allah b'meyoy and they write to her a dowry, the mother, the brother, in order to make her be able to get married, write a small nadunya, a small dowry of 150 zos. Yochayla'yi, she is able to mishetagdil when she grows up. She's able to get this money from her mother and her brother, that which is fitting of giving to her. As we'll see in the Gemara, even though they only stipulated a meager and small amount, and even though she seemingly agreed to that amount, when she grows up, she's able to demand whatever is befitting her, meaning whatever the estate of her dead father could afford, as we'll see, it means a tenth of all the possessions. That's the Tanakam. Continues the Gemara, how much of you If the father was alive and he married off the first daughter and he wrote in Hidunya, then the second daughter should be given the same amount that the father originally gave to the first one. Says Ram, what do you mean? Just because the first marriage they gave Sacha means they're going to give the same? Maybe he's poor to rich or rich to poor. Rather, we evaluate the properties that are unto the father, and that's which we give the Nadunya based on. So says the Gemara, let's understand this thing. Says Shmuel, when we're trying to figure out how much a Yasim is going to get from the estate of the father for this dowry, says Shmuel, we discern what the father would have given had he been alive. Meisvei asked the Gemara, Abonis nizayinayis v'farnisayis menechseyavien. Says the Raisa, the daughters are given food and provided from the state of their father. Ketzad. Ein oimrimi lobiyakayom. Says the Bryce explicitly, we do not say had the father been alive, this is how much he would have given. Which of course is the kasha. Rather evaluate the state and give her accordingly. So my lab, asked the Gemara, is that referring to giving that which the husband is befitting, giving the dowry, giving the nadunya? And yet we see we do not assess we do not do like Shmuel said, Shamin Ba'av. Rather, we assess what the estate is worthy to give. Amar Amnachor Rayitzak, three lines of the medium sized line, Lahoi, Bepar Nosas, Atzmai. The Bray is referring to the money that she gets for herself. Ask the Gemara. Honey, Zainis, Minis Barnasas, Kitani. It says provided and sustained. Two different entities. My love, Achzunas, Abab, Achzunas, Atzmai. Sounds like they're two different things. One is the money that goes to the husband and the dunya, the dowry. And the other is the food money that goes for herself to survive. Answers the Gemara, that's mine, the first medium-sized line. The both referring to the money she gets herself. But really, it's still not a problem. Because that which it says she sustained, referring to the food and the drink. That which she provided for is referring to the clothing, the lavosh, the kisuye. And the covering. So that's gonna, that's the way to answer up this kasha. So says the Gemara, let's ask further on Shmuel. Again, Shmuel is the one that taught, started off the Gemara that taught us that Liparnasa, that when it comes to give the provisions for the dowry, we assess that which we think the father would have given. Not necessarily that which the father, 
um, not necessarily that which the estate is able to be given, but rather that which we believe the father himself would give. Tenan, ask the Gemara in the second one line, we learned to the Mishnah. He said, Our Mishnah, the Chachamim arguments, he sometimes the person's monetary stature could change. Elo, what did the Chachamim say? We value the Nechasim. It doesn't say we value the Father. My Ani and my Asher, what did the bright Mishnah mean when it said poor and rich? doesn't have the cash to Karka. It's going to be an extreme achleikas, and the Tanakhama is going to hold, even though he doesn't have anything. You have to give like you gave the other daughter, like you gave originally. How last like? How could that be? The state doesn't have the money to give for that. Elalav says the Gemara in the first white line: Ani, Ani, Vedas, Ashir, Ashir, Vedas. It's referring to in character. It's referring to like Shmuel said, seemingly that we evaluate. That which he would have given. But what's the kasha? Vikatani, but it still says, Even though we're referring to a potential case that we could evaluate the father's das, still, what do we see? We evaluate and we assess the nechasim and we give it. Says the Gemara, clearly you are not going with the Umdana and the Kasha on Shmuel. On the second white line, answers the Gemara, Shmuel holds the Dhamakrav Yudan Rabidahimir Mesi Basarishani Nasan Lishniya Kedarash and Nasan Rishaina. So Shmuel holds that we're gonna be giving like the second daughter, similar to we give to the first daughter, we're Aimid Bidas of the father. So says the Gemara, the classical Kasha name Allah Rabbiuda, why Shmuel does say we pass like Rabbiuda? Answers the Gemara Yamar Lach Rav Yudah Avamina Davke Yisio the Galei Daito. Only within the suin that they revealed in their das, that's they want Avaloi Yisio Loi Kamash Malon. So Shmuel teaches us time. Mother Rav Yudah Zina Baser Omdin. Shmuel by giving us the reasoning explains to us that the whole Rav Yudah comes from the fact that we go Baser Omdin. Loishina Yisio Loishina Loi Yisio. Whether or not there was the suin at all. So we see clearly that Rabbi Yudah's case is not only when the father marries of his daughter and therefore we have something to um, compare and contrast that which the father wanted to give. So says the Gemara of Ahayi Katani Yisiyah. So why Lamaisa does the Mishnah say a case of Yisiyah? That even though he was Yisiyah, even though they did a full Nisuin, still... Lo yazlinan basar omdinam. Says the Gemara. Amar le Rav le Rav Chista. Says Rav le Rav Chista. Darshinan mishma chalocha ki Rav Yehuda. Says Rav le Rav Chista. Should we pass in Lamaisa like Rav Yehuda? Amar le. Yei Rav kol biayani mili malyusa. Tidrashu Mishmai says, Rav Chista, all your wonderful things, all your excellent dinim and teachings and shiurim should say over in my name. So says the Gemara, one second. Rava seemingly is agreeing with Rav Yehuda based on that which we just said. But I asked the Gemara, really, does Rava really concur with that which Rav Yehuda said? Tanya, we learned in a rice. Rebbe, Oymir Basin says, Mina Achim says, Rebbe, 
The daughter is supported from the brothers. What does she do? No, he tells Easter Nechasim. How are you supported by giving me a tenth of the entire estate? Ask the Gemara. So what do we see? We see that it goes by the estate, not by the das of the father. Ramarav looks like a rabbi. Explains the Gemara. Like, Gaj Adamina, Hada Midnei, Hadilai Amidnei. One is where we assess the father. One is where we do not assess the father. Well, let's proceed further before we explain. The difference is going to be when we actually were able to, the father is around, and we could be aimed in his das, or when the father is not here. Therefore, unfortunately, we don't have the ability to be aimed in das of the father. Continues the Gemara Gufa. Three lines at the end of the Gemara. Says the Gemara, let's delve a bit deeper to that which Rebbe said. Says Rebbe, a daughter is supported by the brothers, by the estate that the brothers inherited of their father. What the Allah says, the rice in Italian in the Chasim, gives a tenth of the estate. Based on what you're saying, if the daughters each get a tenth, so if there are ten daughters, the daughters are going to take the whole estate. So you're telling me if there's one son over there, the son is not going to get anything. So Amr Lehen, every response, no, in the last line, this is what I mean. The first one takes 10%. The second one takes 10% of that which is left. 9.1%. The next one takes 10% of that which is left. So it goes from 100 to 90. Then it goes to uh, 81. 10% of 90 is 9. And then it goes 10% of 81, which is 8.1 to 72 and a half, 71 and a half, etc. And then the chayzer is the chalkis b'shavah. And after everything is divided, which if you do the math, 10, 9, 8.1, 6.6, 7.9, 7.3, comes out to about 65% of the entire estate. Then, you take all of that, and that is what you split up equally amongst the 10 daughters. Ask the Gemara on the top of Samachas, Amid Beis, Kol Chada Vechada, Shagla. I don't understand. How are they splitting it equally? That we ended off by saying that says the Gemara, what do you mean? Each one already took that which they have. So what are you splitting equally? So explains the Gemara, if all of them are coming to get married at the same time, then then they pull everything and they re-split it up. And comments the Gemara Masayil Ramnas the Dom Ramnas the Bali Nasi Kulum Kachin Allah is Isser Echad Isser Echad Salgudat Dichdika means they all take a full a tenth in total. Allah Nadlois Isser Ke Echad they take a tenth together each take a tenth and then they split it up amongst all of them. Continues the Gemara discussing how does this person take the estate of the dead father. So Tanu Rabbanan Rabbanan has been big right. So Nisu and Nisu so Ibagru. If daughters, whether they became Bagheres, one of them years old before or after they got married, they lose their support. Once they are married, they do not have to be supported from the father's estate. 
as we actually saw back in Nungimlum and Beis, whether one reaches by Geras, whether one gets married in both scenarios, they don't get support from the father's estate. Continues the rights. But they don't lose their Parnasa. They don't lose their dowry. They even lose that. So what do they do? They should literally hire for themselves husbands. What does that mean? It makes them, it makes themselves very desirable to get married when they tell their prospective husband that you're going to get my Nidunya that's in my dead father's estate. And then the husband extracts the Nidunya from the Yarshim from the estate. And comments the Gemara Rav looks like your Rebbe. That is indeed the Allah. That says our Mishnah, when she grows up, that which is really befitting. If they wrote 150, she can take whatever really is that she's deserving. So says the Gemara, the implication of the Mishnah is, but if she were to be a Gedayla, if she gets married once she is already a Gedayla, once she's out of Katanos, she then does not get her dowry. So seemingly our Mishnah is going with the opinion of Rav Shimon Answers the Gemara, No, the Mishnah is not a steer to Rabbi, but rather Rabbi is referring to where she makes a macha, where she says, I'm not happy about this. Oh, whereas our Mishnah is referring to where she did not make a macha, and that's when she's going to keep that which the, the mother or brother stipulated. Says the Gemara, Achanam is This is logical. The Mkin Kasha the Rebbe had the Rebbe. The Tani Rebbe Yomer Batsin is this Menachem. Those this is the Chasin. Nizayin is in Shein. Nizayin is La. It's only if she supported Allah. Shema Minah to Machay to Machay. Shema Mina. The first Brayis said that the Bygaris does yes get the Nadonias where she protested. Whereas when she did not protest, then she does not. She forfeits it. Shema Mina. So Amar Lei Ravina the Rav about twenty lines down. The first line is Lei. Says Ravina to Rava, Amrlan Ravada Barava Mishmeh. Ravada Barava said your name, Bagra Inazikal Imchis. A Bagaras does not have to be Maicha, even if she does not Maicha, when she reaches the age of Bagaras, she still gets the estate, she still gets a tenth of the estate. Similarly, if she does Nisuin, this of course is where we started off. Then Nisuin and Bagaris takes her out of the Rishos of the father, takes her out and doesn't get the estate of the father. But says the Gemara, if she grew up and she gets married, she does not need to protest, and she's still going to retain the 10% of the estate. As the Gemara, whereas if she became a Bagaris and she got married, both of them together, then she does indeed wave everything unless she protests. He answered that Rebbe is referring to where she protested. The Mishnah is referring to where she did not protest. So what do we see? Do we see that the Naira must indeed make a macha in order to keep that which she wants? And if Rav is not arguing, clearly he's accepting this differentiation between the cases. So how can you tell me that Rav does not require the Naira to make the Macha? Answers, When does Rav say that she does not have to protest where she is being supported? 
where does she yes have to be making the macha where she is not supported? So continues the Gemara with this. We conclude. Amar Avuna, Amar Rabbi Parnasa, Enoi Kitanai Ksuba. Parnasa, the fact that Yisayma gets supported, gets a dowry, is not the same as that which she collects in the Ksuba, not the same the money that she's given to buy food to survive. My Enoi Kitanai Ksuba says the Gemara, what does that mean? If you're going to tell me that the difference being whether you collect from Mishubadim properties that were sold in Interim, that's clear. That's clear that we're Maitzi and we take away from the sold properties for the Parnas and not from Mizainis. This difference being whether you collect from Mitaltalin or not. So says the Gemara, says the Gemara, no, because Rebbe himself holds both in the dunya and the Parnasa, she does yet be able to collect from the Talpun. Rebbe says everything you could actually collect. Elamai Barnasa, you know, Kitanai Ksuba says, well, what does it mean? Lechatani is learned in a bright Zaymer, Al Yizani Ben Aisa Ben Chazav, and Shaymer, we don't listen to him if he doesn't want to support his family. Al Yizparnasu Ben Aisa Ben Chazav, Shaymer, like, why? Parnasa, Enoi Kitanai Ksuba, because Parnasa, the Nidunya, is not the same thing as the Tanai Ksuba. That's what we're going to differentiate the cases. And we'll pick up further within the Sheetah of Rabbi in the next year, the Siyata of Ishmael.